Welcome back to Exquisitely Aligned, where we empower you to express your truest, finest self so you can live life on your terms. I'm your host, Gina Meyer-Vincent, and I'm excited to have you join us today because today I have Mia Moran. Mia is the mom of three. I only have two. I can't imagine three. But mom of three and coach who has struck her perfect balance. I'm going to read that again. She has struck her perfect balance, which we are such a proponent for, between motherhood, wellness, and work. She supports high-achieving female entrepreneurs who are overwhelmed with the life and wellness pieces. Find their version of balance. She is the host of the the Plan Simple podcast, best-selling author of Plan Simple Meals, and creator of the Flow Planning Method, the Flow Planner and Flow 365. So I am so excited to have you here, Mia. Welcome. Thank you so much. So fun to be here. And we have quite a few things in common. I'm going to tell you in uh, the second season of Exquisitely Aligned, I had done almost the entire season of the art of creating beauty. And for me, uh, the art of creating beauty goes so into so many different ways, shapes and forms, one of which is allowing ourselves the time to plan free time for ourselves to plan joy and bliss for ourselves. Because if we don't, we never have it happen. And I see that you and I share that in common. And I'd also like to talk about the fact that you went to Rhode Island School of Design. Because I I graduated from the Fashion Institute of Design. So I think we we both probably have that um, appreciation. I'm going to speak for you and I just met you, but appreciation for surrounding ourselves in beauty and understanding how that supports us not just within our home, but in our schedule and in our lives and how that helps us as parents, as employees, but even more so because I am a huge proponent of being as healthy as we can be, uh, especially after my husband receiving a kidney and liver transplant due to no fault of his own. It's a hereditary disease. But so I'd love to speak about those three things and probably yeah. so much more. You may have to come back. Um, <laughs> you haven't good. even finished this interview and, and, I'm, and I'm telling you, <laughs> you have to come back. Not asking you, I'm telling you. Yeah, sounds so, good. So Mia, um, if you want to run with any of those things that I just- No, well, it's funny because our, our mutual friend just uh, was tell- was introducing me and was saying that- um, you know, my friend Mia is so organized and I'm thinking like, clearly she doesn't know the art school, Mia. (laughs) The reason I'm organized now is because like life led me to art school and I'm a very multi-passionate creative person. And I have to be like, I have to put some effort into order if I'm going to show up for my kids and my home and my work in the way that I really Mm -hmm. want. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that you also have that, that art, that art piece. Yes. Um, so I don't know, where do you want me to go? Like, what piece do you want me to go to? You can you can go anywhere. So let's start with the, well, you could go anywhere and now I'm telling you what to do. Um, <laughs> funny how I work. It must be why my kids get upset. So <laughs> I would love to hear, you know, I've known since I was a very young age, I desire beautiful things. And mm. I know that that did not make my mother happy. I think she 
may have thought I only was after like money things. But for me, I love being in a beautiful park. Um, yeah. A nice restaurant that the ambiance, and I will say my mom likes nice things too. Let me tell you, her house is always decorated and she's constantly sending me pictures of, oh, we changed the furniture, we changed the walls, we did this. So that's where I get it from. But would you say that you've known this since a young age and how how did it manifest? Well, I'm going to go then to the balance piece because I think that's what I picked up on from a young age. Like what I picked up from a young age was, and some of that was because there was contrast happening around me mm-hmm. <laughs> from a very young age of unbalanced humans. Um, but, and, you know, and I've always been an introvert and I've always sort of had this like artistic nature in a very non-artistic world. I mean, I ended up at, at the Rhode Island School of Design at RISD after going to a very tra- traditional college and very traditional schools. Like, and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I found my people. Yes. But so I feel yes. like balance is like, was really what was, was most, you know, I I think I probably took for granted, like the actual beauty around me. I'm also the daughter of a painter. So like everything around me always was beautiful. Yes. The balance piece was really important. And I want to clarify that because I push back on a lot of people who are like, work-life balance does not exist. And I'm like, it doesn't exist in the way that we're taught about it because we're taught that it's like this linear thing and I work this much. So balance means then I have to play this much. And I don't believe it's like that. I believe it's like within us, it's an energy. Um, And so sometimes balance looks like working a lot. Sometimes Mm -hmm. balance means totally focusing on one kid sometimes and having like a messy house and not a perfect business. Right. And sometimes balance looks like decluttering your whole basement and ignoring your kid because that's the part that's feeling a little bit chaotic. So Mm -hmm. for me, that's been the piece that's been like sort of my guiding principle has been like, I think balance is a feeling like, I think I can see it. And I, and I, you know, and mind you, I can say this now, you know, it took me, (laughs) probably the first 40 years of my life. And, you know, definitely until I was 30 and had my three kids Mm -hmm. to realize that like, it wasn't about all those outside things. Right. So, and my, my, my story sort of the story of me becoming, I guess I've this, my whole life is my story of me becoming today, but my story of like becoming a coach, because since you know, now that I went to art school, I started off as a graphic designer. I've always been an entrepreneur, but I owned a graphic design studio for like 15 years before I did this coaching thing. And, um, I just hit this wall where like the beauty of life in terms of Martha Stewart's definition, I had definitely gotten that right. Like our, I loved our apartment. I loved my three beautiful kids who were all under five. Like I love my, I love my husband. I love this life we had created and I was secretly really miserable. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was like the worst thing I could possibly feel. Like I felt like such a brat, but it was it was true. And yeah. I was out of balance. I, I had like gone and gotten this whole collection of like beautiful things as though I was like going through a magazine, but I hadn't turned, I, I had like let go of turning inward, which was something I think I had always had within me, but you know, I was in, in our world. <laughs> so well, I and, and I think that we're, we're taught or at least what I believe, um, and it's all over my messaging is that 
I feel that we're taught from a young age to look outside of ourselves oh. for the answers, right? Yeah. Uh, now it's Google it. You know, back then when I was a kid, it was go to the library and, you know, find a book or an encyclopedia, which I don't even know that they exist anymore. Maybe just in the <laughs> antique shops, you know, right. but we're so often to ask to go look there, go look here, go look. And, um, you know, that's, what we really need is the inside journey. Yeah. And I always say to my husband, you know, if, if I'm never going to win the best mom of the year, my kids know that I told them point blank when they were younger and said, you're not a nice mom. This mom is letting her do this and that, you know, and you're not letting me. And I said, oh, I never put my name in the hat for mom of the year. It's never going to be in there. I'm not trying to win that award. But what I'd love to give my kids and and clients is those skills, those life skills of who am I? What am I here to do? What helps me feel balanced? You said balance is a feeling, which I love. And it is a feeling and it looks different maybe for you than your spouse, than each of your three kids, who I believe are yours biologically. I have one adopted, one biological. And, you know, they're very uh, different in appearance, different in the way they think. Um, And then similar in a lot of things as well. But I love that. And balance for me can be in your bank account, in your energy, in your time, in your, you know, for me, I laugh at work-life balance because I think where is spirituality? Where is friendships? Where is your love relationship? You know what I mean? Like, it's not just life. There's so many facets in life. So uh, what do you, when you work with clients or uh, how do you see or feel that that work-life yeah, so we have we actually have a planner that came out of this whole journey I went on yes. personally. It started off as really a health journey. Um, but we I call it the flow, it's we could call it of a the method called the flow planning method, which you already said when you introduced me. And yeah. but that that is the word flow, of course, but it also stands for food is F food and wellness. Yeah. L is lifestyle, O is om, which is that self-care spirituality part, and work is is W. And so I find that like, you know, within lifestyle and work there and and even in wellness, there's like different pieces. Um, but I find when you really start to look at all four of those areas, and a lot of times we'll have like a flavor of a season, you know, and, and I also don't like thinking for too long in advance. Like I love for women 90 day seasons because I just feel like and I don't mean like traditional 90 day seasons, like yeah, yeah. fall, winter, whatever. It's like, <laughs> I look out over the next 90 days. Like I kind of know like where the kids are, like what my energy is like, what the house is like. And I can, I can see like where my edges and like where, what, what's really pulling me. And then mm-hmm. those other things can kind of support it. So for me, like balance is, is a lot about support as well. Like if I have a big work goal, I have to really make sure that my food and wellness habits and that like how I mother and my morning spiritual practice. Like I have to make sure like those even have to rise even higher to right. meet the circle, right. um, you know, and, it, and, and it, it's sort of, and, and that's true in all the different facets and, you know, and sometimes it's not like balanced with all four. Like, so um, about three years ago, so now I have three teenagers, <laughs> they're all teenagers <laughs> right now. Um, but 
they, one of them had a really hard time in, in COVID. Um, I would call it a mental health crisis. Yeah. And so all of my energy, like all of my focus, all of my presence, it really went to her and not in like, I was part of my thing. My, my process is like, one of the things I think is missing from planning is that initial more feminine piece of checking in with your intuition and creating a vision from there before you decide what you're going to do. So I always say that all planning is, is deciding in advance, but mm -hmm. like we need those two pieces before of like checking in with our intuition and like creating a vision from that place instead of a place of like, what are all the mothers doing right now? You know, like, what am I supposed to do with this daughter? If I had to listen to what I was supposed to do with a daughter going through what my daughter was going through, I would have like checked her into an, a hospital but I was yes. like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Yes. <laughs> and so I really looked at what that looked like. And it looked very different. And I got a lot of pushback from people who didn't understand, but I was so aligned and yes. so present. And we shifted stuff for her in like record time that yeah. know, professionals were like, what is happening over there? And I'm like, I'm just focused. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, uh, it, it's funny you should say that because my daughter had a hard time too. Yeah, um, it was so besides, hard for girls. Besides COVID, she was in her eighth grade year of a K through eight Spanish English immersion school. So she was with kids that she knew from kindergarten. Yes. And um, all of a sudden, and we were moving across the country. So we were leaving the East Coast, Charlotte, North Carolina, coming to the West Coast to be in sunny Southern California. Ooh, and, so nice. Um, Yes, a joy for mom and dad, but not for somebody who was leaving all of yeah. their childhood friends. Yeah. And then school closing and not ever being able to go back. Like she said to me one day, very sadly, I just wish I could ride the bus one more time. And yeah. I said, if I had the power, I would totally hire that bus driver and get all the moms to agree. And like you, um, there is pushback when you, I call it, uh, when you go outside crowdsourcing your confidence, right? So if you listen to all those other voices who don't know your daughter intimately the way you do, who are not, in my opinion, connecting, and I'm not calling these people bad, you know, or bad people, but they're not tapping into their intuition the way I hear you're saying and knowing like, hey, I know how to resolve this. And I did things with my daughter. I put her in the car and we did um, loud, loud chanting and humming. Oh, I and, love that. Yeah, because I knew she wouldn't do it in the house with her brother and her dad in the house. So I just got in the car. Come on, we're going for a ride. Where are we going? You will find out. We know, we didn't have a destination. Yeah. It was COVID. Where are you going to go, right? Right. <laughs> Where we lived, it wasn't like I could drive her to the beach. You know, that was a three-hour hike. But just 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And initially, she wouldn't join me. But I just, you know, even the, the sound ha in a loud, you know, and our car is small, a four-door sedan, you know, the whole, everything. I vibrating. love that. That's so good. But, you know, it, it was out of the box, right? Because yeah. these people don't practice yoga. They've never taught a yoga class. They haven't studied wellness and things that I had passions. Yeah. For. But and I would say though, yeah. even if you haven't done all the things and you're listening, mm -hmm. like, I think all of us know what the answer is when we look inside of us. And, and, you know, I, I hear so many people complaining about their endless to-do list. And I think part of the problem is, is that idea of we're taking, we are li literally our to-do list is pretty much like a hundred other people's to-do list. It's not really our to-do list. If you 
spend your, if you spend time, if you, if you create that space to really center with yourself and then you make a list, whether Mm -hmm. it's for like, you know, a big project or your week or even the next hour, you're going to come up with something that's manageable when you're taking everybody else's agenda of like, this is what I'm supposed to do with the kid. And this is what I'm supposed to do for my work. And this is what I'm, how I'm even supposed to be spiritual. Like sometimes I'm like, how did all those like morning routine, spiritual things become a burden? Like, you know, and it's, they do because they're like, they all sound good, but there's probably a few certain ones that are like really great for each person. And Mm -hmm. it's different. Like there might be a different time or a different practice or whatever. And, um, I think that's one of our big conundrums is that our to-do lists actually aren't ours. Right. Right. And I love when you said we all have the answers and I think it's just the matter of stop stopping to like pause. Yeah. Um, I used to teach Zumba and it was very, Ooh, I love Zumba. Yeah. Zumba is a lot of fun, but uh, there was a song and I can't think of the name of it, but it was all about the pause And if you look at music or if you look at talented, gifted speakers, there is a pause to let something soak in. And we can bring that, like you're saying, to your planner and just write. I'm a I'm a fan of lists. I have them everywhere in the house and I also have them on my phone. And then I, I think prioritizing what really is something we have to do that nobody else can. And that's going to align with our truths, our desires and our gifts like you know, um, working in the garden is not my talent. It's not my desire. (laughs) And it's definitely not my gift. My parents each have green thumbs and I didn't get any green anywhere. Um, So I have a gardener because I know, and my husband's the same way as I. So, you know, and the kids, they're not, they haven't taken an interest in gardening. So, and they're almost out of the house. But, you know, I think that what you're saying is so true and so important and For me, it aligns with exquisitely aligned because that's how we bring the beauty into our life and having the time. I love you said you have a spiritual morning practice. I do, too. I know that's uh, usually very personal, but would you mind sharing? maybe? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So first of all, I want to say about timing. Yes, that has definitely shifted over the years of kids. And I totally thought I was a bad human because I couldn't wake up at 5am to do my morning routine. So I just want to put it out there that that's not necessarily true. And so I sort of redesign it kind of regularly, Mm -hmm. not necessarily what I'm doing, but when I'm doing it. So but generally, the most important things to me at this point, as we're recording this, are that I start off hydrated. Um, that I do a short meditation Mm -hmm. that I I'm in the moment I've done a hundred days of, of Qigong. So Mm -hmm. that's been an important practice and I write. Um, and so like, that's like mine at the essence, but as I design it, what I've realized is that like, it's okay that part of my morning, like, like sort of in the middle of that, I'm still packing a kid's lunch and walk my my child who I was telling you about earlier, I walk her to school every morning and that fills me up. Like, I don't know if I would do it at that moment if it didn't fill me up, but it's just as much important. Like it like connects me that I'm like feeding my daughter well, you know, and sending her off. I mean, she's in eighth grade, so she could do it for herself, but I like, I actually like enjoy doing it. And my high schoolers who I walk to school and like, we, you know, hold hands and talk about the, the day before and what's coming up today. And like, 
it's just connecting and grounding and, and it, it starts off my day great. And then I come home and do the Qigong because I do also some chanting during that yeah. practice. And I just don't want everyone coming in and laughing at me, which they would do if I was doing it before they left. So, you know, so it's like really, and you know, in the summer when everyone's home, it might be a little bit different. And then I figure out yes. what that looks like. But um, so it's like, it's like, what is that actually? So that's sort of, that's mine right now. And, and journaling, journaling and meditation sort of happens before I say hi to anybody. And, and one of the other things I try to not do in the morning is check my phone or email before I've gotten back, like before I've gone through like that really important set of things. So whether mm -hmm. that, whether I can't fit them all in until 1030 or they happen before seven, I'm really conscious of not checking email. Cause that really quickly takes me out. And I often find then if I go back through my day, I'm like, shoot, I never did like the journaling piece. And it was just because I got sucked into my email. Right. I always feel like, is it really that important? You know what I mean? Like the, it, if it's really that important, somebody would be knocking at our yep. door. Right. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing I want to say real quick about that, that list is that I think one of the most important things we forget to do is put it into time. And we started this episode with talking about space. And yeah. I actually have come to call that gold space because I used to call yes. it white space, but you can't usually write in your planner or in white. <laughs> so I always make it yellow now. And it's like, I think we have to move all those things. Once we prioritize, we have to put them in time or otherwise we literally don't understand them yes. because we our to-do list. Like once we intuitively know we want something, it could be something that we're not getting for a year, but we think it needs to be done on Tuesday. And it's unfair to like our, our being that we think that's possible. But when we get it in time, it's like, oh no, this week is about these things. And then next week is about these things. And then, you know, and so on and so forth. And I think that that can be really calming to the nervous system. Yeah. And I think uh, I love filling your cup first and make yeah. sure you do that. I think as a mom, it helps us show our kids that oh, it's important to come and, and to our spouse, right? We have to um, care for ourselves and, and then they care for themselves and it just, um, it, their friends see it, it, like it just keeps going. And I love journaling. So I was going to ask, I'm going to pull a card. Oh, you can't even see them because of this green screen. There we go. Um, opening to possibilities. There's 42 cards in a deck and I'm just going to shuffle them through. And then you just tell me when to stop. I'll, I'll read stop. you the card. Okay. Hold on. Hug. Oh, That's I love it. it. <laughs> so hug. I'm going to read you the statement. There are three questions and you can answer any one of the three that okay. uh, gives you goosebumps. Okay. Uh, a hug can connect two souls, heal and mend a broken heart. Uh, when has a hug melted your heart? With what my daughter. I can tell you that right now. Okay, good. It's, yeah. the secret, it's the secret to being a mother of teenagers. Close your mouth and give a hug. No oh. words, all hugs. Yes. I can and tell so, you that like right now. <laughs> and as, a, as a mother of a, a 20 year old and a 17 year old, so not okay. two teens, but you know, right about there. Uh, sometimes that's hard to do, right? Is to yeah. take, a, you have to take a pause. I yeah. know when, when they were toddlers, there were times that I said, mommy has to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. You know, and I was yeah. like, <laughs> you know, take, turn on the fan in the bathroom and just go, ah, you know, but yeah. uh, I love that. That is awesome. Well, and I ask permission now, but as yeah. long as I, as long as I don't say anything, I'm usually granted permission. If I open my mouth about what's good and what's bad in the moment, I do not get permission. But as long as I 
just do that. Then usually I'm fine. And it's good. And my, my oldest teenager, my 19 year old is almost 20. So I have the exact same. I have a seven, my two oldest are 17 and almost 20. So yeah, same so, thing. Um, we, we understand each other on yeah, many absolutely. level. And I bet other <laughs> people are shaking, nodding their head going, been there. Yes. In it. Yeah. So um, I have to say goodbye, but I would love to have you again. You're so delightful. And there's more I've written notes that I'd love to talk more about. Um, Absolutely. And thank you for giving a voice to flow, food, lifestyle, OM, and work. And those are things that are so near and dear to our hearts here at Exquisitely Aligned because we believe when you connect with your truest self by doing each of those things, taking in nourishing food, living the lifestyle that you're called to live, the one that you desire and deserve. And OM for me as a yoga instructor, very, very near to my heart and work, which I like to call our paid life, uh, paid uh, career, our, our paid calling, our legacy, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, those things are so important. I'm going to leave me as information below and you'll uh, see how to connect with her and look at her book, her planner, and so forth, and social media as well, if you don't mind sending me that. Yeah, yeah, um, no, I'll send you one. And we also, I have a free course that anyone listening is welcome to go through that's really all about connecting to that feeling of overwhelm or balance and perfect. what the difference is. So, Do you yeah, want to tell us the uh, web address? Uh, it's just, if you go to our website, plansimple.com, it's like literally everywhere. It's at the top, it's in the middle, <laughs> you'll see it. You just go take awesome. that free course. We'd love to have you. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Uh, pleasure meeting you here. Oh, thank you. You too. To staying connected. Thank, thank you, you so much. <laughs>